I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to SpinFL. What's up, y'all? John DeBrava. Give me Sarah. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Oh, yeah. Week 14 was amazing. Oh, my God, dude. Not only were the games really good, but we also made some money, baby. That's right. <laughs> we hit on our bets, uh, a lot of our bets, mm-hmm. and it uh, feels good. But that's besides the point. You can find out more about this that. This was on a our crazy picture. week of football. I think there were, how many games were there where, where teams went up? Nearly blew a lead and then just barely pulled it out at the end. At least three. Uh, no, more. Uh, the Vikings did it. The Browns did it. Bucks. The Bucks did it. Uh, Cowboys did it. Bengals uh, game. 49ers did it. Those yeah. are the games. Yep. Where it was like they went way up, nearly blew it, but then squeaked it out. Unbelievable. Yeah, man, they did what they had to do. Drama. High drama this weekend. Week 14 was all about the drama. Yeah, I was loving it. Um I was it was hard to go to sleep. I agree. <laughs> I was up and I was kind of dozing. I was tired, but mm. every time I kind of dozed off and opened my eyes again, something exciting was happening. And I got to have a chill week, you know what I mean? My team wasn't playing. We had the bye week. So it was like I could watch Red Zone and really take in all of the games at the same time. Mm. Of course, later on, I went to watch tape. I was watching All-22. I don't know if you've seen All-22. <laughs> Chicken with All-22. Uh, <laughs> no. <nah. laughs> it was fun. Uh, it was fun. Fun games, man. Jeez. How did uh, Flip them, Pick them go? Oh, that's a good question. Um, it went like this. Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. For you, one, two, three, oh four, my gosh. five, six, seven, eight for me. Another loss, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, damn, I feel bad, man. <clears throat> yeah. You lose. Yeah, six to eight. Is that what I said? Yeah, six to eight was 14 games, yeah. Six to eight. I got a lot of work to do. Yeah, man. But then again, I mean, you know, this was one of those weeks where the favorites kicked ass. Yeah, they did, didn't they? The favorites were kicking ass. It was like not many under the last few weeks has been underdogs that were like surprising, but now it was like, hey, if you're favorite to win, you fucking win. That's what helped our bet. I guess the only upset victory was the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't think that was an upset. I guess the Rams was an upset too, huh? Weren't I didn't Cardinals? think that was an upset either. But I'm sure the Cardinals were favored. Yeah? The Cardinals were favored, but yeah. uh, you you nor I thought that uh, – mm-hmm. well, actually, you thought the Cardinals were going to pull away. And then the Rams had some injuries too, and they still pulled it up. But we'll mm-hmm. get to that. Um, mm-hmm. Let's jump into it, man. Um, uh, who chose first? Uh, I believe I chose first, uh, and I chose the Vikings. No, shit, I'm wrong. You chose first, actually. 
Okay. You chose the Steelers to beat the Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that did not happen. Man. I, I don't know. You like that? You like that? Uh-huh. He did like that. Uh, there were some things he didn't like, but yeah. The uh, Ben looked a little frisky, man. This was another one where the Steelers had one of those crazy fourth quarters, right? Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. They've and, uh, done this a couple of times. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I don't know what to think about the Steelers. Uh, putting up 28 points, but giving up 36. That's not normally their thing, <laughs> giving up so many. I guess. I don't know. Well, I can say uh, who this. Who knows about the Steelers? Dalvin Cook, was he back or what? Yes. That motherfucker had 27 carries for 205 yards rushing. Two touchdowns. The Vikings dominated the first half in yards gained. In the first half, check this out. In the first at halftime, the Vikings had 300 yards. Steelers had 66 yards. Wow! (laughs) And they were and they were beating them 23 to nothing. Damn! Um, And the Steelers, Steelers were like, "We do not care." Yeah, (laughs) they. they, they Well, the weird thing was, is it wasn't like Kirk Cousins had a good night. You know what I mean? He he uh, he had a terrible night. He yeah. went fourteen for thirty-one, two hundred and sixteen yards, two touchdown passes, but he also had two picks. Uh yeah. he he was yeah, he was he was, was Kirk Cousins. <clears throat> he was uh he was let's see. What did it say? He was ten of nineteen at the half, right? So if you take his final fourteen of thirty one, if my math is correct, then then that means that he only completed four passes four. in the second half, right? <laughs> four out of 12. I, that seems like something to me that Kirk Cousins, like that he did not like that. <laughs> that. That part is the part that he didn't like. Right? Yeah. Because I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like that. <laughs> I don't the, like it the, now. Mike Tomlin probably liked that. Yeah, Mike Tomlin liked it. Brings them back it. into the game. But he didn't have to do much, man, because not only was Cook balling, but the uh, the other running back was getting chunk. It was like chunk play after chunk play. Mm. And the Steelers are, are uh, they're six and six and one right now. Mm. That and one always helps. They, they second, still could make the playoffs because it's they, weird how they explode in the in the fourth quarter of some of these yeah. or, or in the second half. They had three touchdowns in like five minutes in this game to make it twenty nine to twenty. It was like, I mean, obviously two of them set up by those Kirk Cousins interceptions. Uh, but then Cousins said, "You know what? Fuck this." He threw this really nice deep strike to KJ Osborne. Yeah. Uh, that he liked. I'm sure he definitely he liked that. Liked that. He definitely liked that. Liked that. Uh, and at that point, it's like what 36 to 20. You're thinking this is over. But yeah. then after forcing the Steelers to a three and out punt, you know Cousins put his defense back on the field by throwing another pick. Yeah. They got returned to the Vikings 20 yard line. I think two plays later, the rapist hit Pat Fryer move for 15 <laughs> yard uh, TD pass to make it 36 to 28. Yeah. Um, With the backpack on. Yeah, and if being a Vikings fan isn't nerve-wracking enough, I mean, they're forced to punt the ball away with 2.16 on the clock. The Steelers go on a 12-play, 84-yard drive, where I assume that, you know, the Vikings were just going to, they were going to, they were going to blow this thing. And they kind of looked like they were getting ready to make the same mistake that they made last week against the Vikings, where they just played that that deep prevent Oh, against the Lions. Yeah, against the Lions. I'm sorry. Yeah. but suddenly they realize, like, oh wait, shit, we can't do that. And then he had, I mean, the pass, the the that last pass the, from uh, um, from the I, I don't even know his name anymore because I just keep calling him a rapist. To Deontay Johnson. 
No, no, no. Well, that was nice too. But I mean, the one where he almost had the touch of the game oh, winning yeah. touchdown pass to Fryermuth. Yeah. It was a perfect pass. Yeah. And it was right in his hands. Uh, and thankfully for the Vikings, what was his name? Harrison Smith. I wrote it down. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's the real MVP for the Vikings uh, because he stepped in. There were three guys who kind of converged at the same time, and but he was the one who managed to get his hand in there yeah. and just barely knocked the ball because he had it. He was in his hands. Yeah. I mean, this would have been like an epic Vikings collapse. Heartbreaking. Epic. But they, you know, they pulled it out. Uh, Mike Zimmer keeps saving his job. He's like the Undertaker. Yeah, <laughs> when he pops yeah up I'm dying canvas. to ask you. So many people are talking about this. Like, what's your take on on the Chase Claypool celebrating thing? That kind of you know they lost. Oh yeah, they lost they, a few <laughs> seconds. It was fifteen. They lost. 15, it was fifteen seconds. They lost fifteen seconds. To me, that's two shots at the end zone at least. Oh, then they got to reel that in. That's what happens when and you have a players coach. In- <laughs> <laughs> Well, that player's coach needs to tell that motherfucker what to do. Yeah. Uh, so, because the other thing, he in the post-game press conference, Chase Claypool came out and tried to, you know. He, like downplay he, it? Well, it was like the weirdest, like, kind of apology, non-apology. Like, mm. he was definitely kind of saying, like, he, he, he didn't. Let's play it. Let's play it. I it, Yeah. Why celebrate the first down there? You obviously cost your team a few seconds. Yeah, um, you know, definitely got to be better. Uh, <laughs> I got tackled near the hash, did my little first down point, and uh, went to hand the ball to the ref. He, he had just got there. Um, <laughs> so even if I got right up and looked for him, he wasn't there. So he, he ran down the field to come get the oh, ball. He's not taking the ball got knocked out of my hands. That's what cost it this time. Um, but I definitely do have to be better. Uh, I knew the situation. I knew, you know, I know I'm near the hash. I know the ball's placed on the hash, but I got to be better, and uh, the ball shouldn't get knocked on my hands. should be fucking I mean, <laughs> should be fucking should be a penalty. I mean, he's trying. He's basically like trying to have it both ways. Say yeah. I have to be better, but if the ball hadn't been knocked out of my hands, it wouldn't now, happen. Here's, yeah. here's the other scenario that he's not considering. Do your first down point. But leave the fucking ball on the hash. Yeah. Like, if you don't pick the ball up and make that part of your performance that you got a first down, uh, then you're, yeah. we're not having this conversation. I did my point. You know they practice that shit and everything, too. I did my, I did my first down point. I just point. think, man, fuck Chase Claypool. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Damn. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> no, but I just feel like if, he, if, if that was my team, if this motherfucker played for my team, yeah. I'd be like, no, bro. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, and also act like you've fucking been there before, bro. And he has. Exactly. <laughs> He's a really good wide and receiver. And when you're in the last two minutes of a game, nobody gives two fucking shits about your fun celebration unless it's a touchdown. You know what so I mean? So true. Yeah. Exactly. Score yeah. a fucking touchdown and then you can do whatever fucking dance you want to do. Uh, but you're in the middle of a fucking drive, bro. Yeah, man. I, I just feel like he cost them at least 15 seconds. To me, that's... That's, that's two shots at the end zone, like you bare said. Bare minimum, two shots at the end zone. And you know what else it would have been a shot at? It would have been a shot at Deontay Johnson getting another catch, and we could have hit our bet. Of, exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I didn't even think about that. I fucking hate this guy even more now. 
Oh, man. That'll be the last time that I address it. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that. I, I might that. complain about this a lot. Never say never, but yeah. never. <laughs> mm-hmm. This might not be the last time I talk about that shit. <laughs> Uh, Vikings D had five sacks in this game, but unfortunately they lost TJ Watt to a groin injury. Yeah. Uh, I do not know how bad it is, but we'll see. Yeah. See um, uh... <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's, uh, that was that, you know, um, Steelers, who knows? I still haven't figured them out. We're almost done with the season. I still haven't figured them out. They're six, six and one. It might be still might be another non losing season. I was somehow. I mean, I would root for that. Just for the sake of Mike Tomlin. Yeah. Because I, I love this guy. Me too. Uh, but I, this team has no business being in the playoffs. Right. They shouldn't be even be 6-6-1. Six, six, and one. No. They tied the Lions. And it, <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. And this was the matchup of the two teams who couldn't beat the Lions. Oh, good point. How crazy is that? Good point. I didn't even think Vikings about that. Vikings lost to him and the Steelers tied to him. <laughs> what a fucking <laughs> what a shit show this was. Yeah. Uh, then we had an amazing, well, a fun game. This was a weird game. Yeah. yeah if, if you like chaos, then yeah. the, uh, the Cleveland Browns beat the uh, Baltimore Ravens. I picked tw- it. I 24. picked it. That's right. <laughs> I got off to a hot start. Yeah. Uh, we both, we thought that Cleveland was going to win this game and we needed it for our bet. Our bet, our uh, divisional uh, winner bet. So that's good. <laughs> but Cleveland pulled it out. Uh, the media consensus is that Cleveland hates Baker Mayfield. (laughs) Or they don't trust Baker Mayfield. Right. Because they pulled away. They had the lead. Lamar Jackson gets hurt. He has an ankle injury. Mm. And then they just, they don't let him, don't don't let Baker bake. Mm. Let bake bake. That was a weird scenario because he got, he, he came off the field because he got hit. And then when they cut to him on the sidelines, I, if 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 my lip reading skills are correct, it kind of looked like he was yelling at the coach, saying, "Do not take me into that fucking blue tent." Oh, really? Like he was like, "I am fine." Like I don't know if it was like some kind of weird forced concussion protocol thing or what. I don't. It, it's still Lamar kind of, Jackson. You mean? No, no, no. I'm talking about Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Because okay. there was a moment where he came out in case Keenum went in. Okay. Uh, and he essentially kind of, you know, temper tantrumed his way back into the game somehow. Um, oh, so maybe they were doing that. Taking. <clears throat> so like, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Either way, Tyler Huntley came in for the Ravens. Uh, we talked about that. And, how to back up matching the. As much as possible, yeah. matching the starter. Yeah, and he wasn't terrible. No, nah, he, he threw a bad pick, though. He did. The second half got a little crazy. Um, ended with a hunt. He also fumbled the Fumble ball. Too. He, they had that nice opening drive in the second half, which he fumbled. Uh, Ravens D held the Browns at bay for the most part. Justin Tucker, of course, just whacking these field goals from any fucking where he wants. Um, yeah, except for against Miami. True. <laughs> right is that your one like thing you get to hang your hat on well was... we beat them yeah that's true so uh yeah yeah my hat is hung yeah nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh but this game started to slip away from the browns yeah it was like 24 to 15 uh a few drives later huntley dropped one in a fucking bucket yes. to bateman that was beautiful one yes. play later he found andrews in the end zone suddenly it's 24 to 22 yeah um and then you had what, like a minute seventeen left on the clock, 
Ravens go for the onside kick. And, they, and it hits the dude in the helmet. And they get it. The guy, I don't even think he saw it. No. I don't know what he... It just hit him on the side of the Why head. don't they do that more? I've thought about that. That's never been a tactic to kick it at the players. Like, kick it hard in somebody's chest. Like, you know what just I mean? Just do a line drive. Just line drive right at the player. It's going to bounce off of them. Should hire like a like a soccer player to do that. Yeah, like, just, just like boom, just only right ha- at him. <laughs> that's all he does. He's just the <laughs> the watermelon slash uh, target kicker. Just hit him so hard. Yeah, there's that no all way you can, can catch do it. is. <laughs> we used to, I used to be a goalkeeper, uh, you know, for years. And when I was a kid, I would go to this goalkeeper camp um, when I was like 14 or 15, and we used to do this drill. You know the 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 baseball machine with the tires. Yeah, yeah. they have the one for machine? soccer balls too. Okay, and they would set this thing to a hundred miles an hour, and they would get one tire moving faster than the other, so it would like oh get some spin on bend, it. Bend, and yeah. it, they were like, "Don't even try to catch this thing. All you got to do is just get your fist up like this." Oh wow! And it was like you you do like twenty of those, and then Oof. the whole rest of the day, like just I had a raw. bruise going all the way from my wrist down to my elbow. <laughs> Sounds like child abuse. It was a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, it was. You sure my mom didn't uh, organize it? <laughs> <laughs> was your room clean? <laughs> Probably not. Uh, yeah. Ne- let's go to the next game. Oh, well, you got to give a shout out. But Miles Garrett basically oh, won this game for yes, them yes. with the strip sack fumble, yes. which turned out to be the game winning uh, score. Yeah, I didn't think um, about that until you, t- you said that. Clowney also had a big sack to sort of end this game, yeah. more or less. Like, you know, after the onside kick. So the. The Browns D uh, basically stepped up and won this game for them when when the offense kind of started to fall apart in the second half. Big picture question: mm-hmm. Who wins this division? Feels I, like it's wide I, I open. I feel like it, that's like it, it, it's a fool's errand to try and figure out who's yeah. going to win this. Who wins this division? It's insane. <clears throat> uh, next game: um, Tennessee Titans. Did I pick this? You did. Titans beat the Jaguars in the most unexpected uh, victory of the weekend. <laughs> Everybody thought Jacksonville was going to turn it around. Yeah. Uh, and they didn't, surprisingly. Uh, and Tennessee beat up on them like uh, everyone expected. Uh, I, let's, a little context for how bad they were. Trevor Lawrence went 24 for 40. Okay. 221 yards, no touchdown passes, four interceptions. But why are they throwing the ball so much? Well, because they only had that was my next stat line. Uh, because they only had eight total yards rushing in the game. <laughs> I'm saying like Robinson's one of the best running backs in the NFL. <clears throat> really? You think Urban Meyer knows that? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> That's part of this whole. Co- well, we're going to dig into it. But go ahead, yeah. go ahead, Skip. You got uh, uh Well, here's the t- Tannehill. It's not like Tannehill was great, right? Um, you know, he didn't do that much, but I guess you don't really have to do that much when the other team throws four interceptions. <laughs> Tannehill went 20 for 31, 191 yards, no touchdown passes, no picks. He did have a nice rushing touchdown. Really nice. Uh, and I'm down with his little, fi- I like his little finger roll. Yeah, so that's dope. Yeah, it's a little, yeah. it's, it's an underrated, cool ass celebration. I yeah, think. I like it. He's you got know? some swagger about him. Um, Honestly, I, I we talked about this a little bit before we started recording. I personally don't think that there's much reason to talk about like the details of this football game because you had one actual football team on the field and one that was just a sort of <laughs> Up dre- for relegation. dressed like one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dressed like one. <clears throat> uh, I felt like it would be more interesting to kind of just uh, take a moment to discuss some of the things that are going down 
in Duval County because that was obviously the biggest story of the week yeah. uh, that dropped on Saturday morning of all times. What, yeah, a, what a crazy time for a story to drop. So the latest mess that's created by Urban Meyer, um, well, it, it, it's it's starting to bubble over in a very big way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's coming at him from multiple angles, um, which is kind of what I think is the most fascinating part of the story. Like yeah. all details aside, yeah. the fact that you have multiple leaks coming out of the building. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's players, coaches, <laughs> who else? Uh, uh, Management. Yeah, it can only mean one thing. Everybody fucking hates this guy. Yeah. Everybody. Very hateable. Uh, so, here's the deal. Uh, in general, Meyer's tendency, uh, it, it, it sort of broke. This is the report that came from NFL media's Tom Pelissero, right? Okay. And also, think about that. Consider that. Like, the, like, whoever is leaking all of this information, they decided to leak it to one of the most reputable yeah, yeah. Uh, journalists in the NFL media sphere. Yeah. Like, they didn't go to some... They might as well. The only thing was, was more of what, Schefter? <laughs> it's like, yeah. Adam Schefter, he's in that in that realm. They didn't go local. Mm-mm. They went national. Oh, uh, good point. This would be like, yeah, get me Tom Brokaw. Is Tom Brokaw still? No, he doesn't. I don't know. Who's I'm, the main guy now? I get now? the reference. Get me... Uh, Anderson Cooper on the phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. I, I would don't say know. Uh, Chris Cuomo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, He's we free. can't give you his number. He's canceled now. <laughs> exactly. uh, give me Tucker Carlson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure. Uh, anyway, so uh, in general, what's going on here is uh, complaints about Meyer's tendency to blame his players and fellow coaches for his team's two and eleven season um, has very much started to rub people in the building the wrong way. Mm. Uh, so much so that he now faces, you know, this multiple kind of leakage situation. Specifically, Urban Meyer benched their best running back, James Robinson. Rob- yeah, exactly. Uh, after an opening drive fumble, this was last week, um, while publicly claiming that it was injury-related. Which is odd. Yeah. Uh, he ordered the running back coach, apparently, to stop Robinson from re-entering the game. And it took Trevor Lawrence, the rookie quarterback, coming forward directly questioning the, the, the decision to get Robinson back into the game. That's insane. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there was also an incident uh, where wide receiver Marvin Jones got so upset with Urban Meyer's sort of blame game and his inability to take credit for the team's failures that he walked out of the team facility during practice. There were other staff members who kind of chased after him and eventually got him to come back, at which point he had what is being described as a very heated face-to-face argument with Urban Meyer. Damn. I, but we don't know exactly what was said. <clears throat> Uh, probably something like "fuck you, you dumb yeah. motherfucker." Cracker ass cracker. Who, who the fuck do you think you are, <laughs> cracker ass cracker? Uh, I'm out here balling like a motherfucker, putting my body on the line, and you over here sticking your finger up some white girl's ass. <laughs> you know, so I'm just getting like that. I'm, I'm in the in the area. I'm paraphrasing <laughs> what We're I assume. Professional lip readers. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just paraphrasing what I think probably was said. Uh, <laughs> uh, and finally, and this is the one that is like. Mm. Bro, what is wrong with you? This is during a staff meeting. Urban Meyer apparently ripped into his coaching staff, claiming that he's a winner and that his assistant coaches are a bunch of fucking losers. 
He then called out people individually, demanding that they explain what they had ever won and challenged people to defend their resumes. You are trash! Right? Fuck that, man. Fuck that. <clears throat> That's like, they should let, once Khan found that out, let him go. Seriously. Show the staff, like, this is not, this, show all coaches this is not acceptable at all. And and this gets worse. After the shutout loss to the Titans, um, Urban Meyer basically showed this continued resistance to taking responsibility in his postgame press conference, claiming that he will seek out and fire anyone who leaked this information to Tom Pelissero. Really? Yeah. He said, he didn't say it in those exact words, but he said, uh, when he was asked to respond to this, he said, you know, this is ridiculous. Like, you know, <clears throat> if I find out who, you know, who, if there is a leak, if, there, you know, if there's a source uh, and I find out who the source is, then they're, they're unemployed immediately. Why would you say that? Because he's it's like saying, uh, <laughs> I will fire a whistleblower. Yeah. Instead of exactly. saying, I will uh, correct the culture. Yeah. I mean, he's. This dude is a piece of shit. And this is why I think we. I don't remember. Yeah, no, we talked about this a little bit before we started recording. I mean, obviously, you can sit there and say that Urban Meyer carries a lot of weight in this part of the world. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. You're talking. Definitely. <clears throat> you know, he obviously coached the Florida Gators to a national championship. Mm-hmm. Um, Florida Gators are a popular team in yeah. that part of the universe. Um, but I, think, I still think that I I don't know I I can't I I should reach out to some of my people because I I got a lot of family down there I'd be curious me too I should text my cousin and ask him I should ask my family and be like what's your take on this whole thing Yeah you should or like what, what what's back, the what's the are we are you guys in a bubble down there or is this have they are they circling the wagons around this dude like. Wh- what are Jaguars fans? How do they really feel about this guy? Mm. I don't know. I don't hang out on Jaguars Twitter. <laughs> I just found out about Black Twitter, so I certainly, <laughs> you know. Well, Khan uh, has his back for now, and he said he's not making any hasty decision on Urban Meyer. Uh, so, but he did say that he had to get his shit together. Yeah, but basically. he said that when he stuck his finger up the white girl's ass. Yeah, the, the oh, that's pretty, true. The whatever, white girl. What am I saying white girl for? But he said um, he... <laughs> is, have you been on black Twitter? <laughs> you know. I Yeah, I'm so, I've, I've spent so much time on black Twitter, I think I'm black now. <laughs> Apparently. But, but Khan, uh, he said he's not happy with the record. He said he's not going to make a hasty decision on uh, Urban Meyer. But uh, I'm just thinking... And he said he's not going to act emotionally. Mm. And I'm wondering if that's true. Like, are you are you acting emotionally by keeping him? Mm. Like your that's emotions, like you you wanted him really badly. You're in that area. You're under that spell that he had on uh, that part, uh, the Panhandle or whatever. Or is it the Panhandle? Yeah, no, North North, really. North Florida. Yeah, uh, you, you're under that spell, so you're thinking this guy's going to turn it around. So maybe you're <laughs> acting emotionally by not seeing the obvious. Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. I I just don't see... We talked about this a little bit over the weekend where you, you were like, oh, maybe he's trying to get fired so he can get one of these college jobs. Yeah. But then I was like, 
but all the good college jobs are gone. Yeah. Yep. Like there was a huge coaching carousel yeah. scenario that took place over the last two weeks in college football. And all of the jobs that Urban Meyer would have wanted are now no longer vacant. And I started to think maybe that's why he threw this temper tantrum in the first place because he feels like he missed his window to get the mm. fuck out. Yeah. Right? Because so like, the USC yeah. job is gone. The LSU job is gone. Miami. Miami job is gone. I think Notre Dame job yep, is Notre gone. Notre Dame, yep. Who else? There's several. Yeah. Oregon got a new coach yep. too. Yeah, because Miami's gone. Miami's coach is, came from Oregon. And I think our defensive coordinator. Oh, that's a DC job. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all the good jobs are gone, so he's stuck with the fucking Jags. Yeah. Or being fired. NFL's kicking his ass. These college coaches better rep- recognize. I, kinda, I actually hope he doesn't get fired. I'd like Me a whole another season of dunking on this guy. He's, yes. I love fucking talking about this Well, I, you know what? No. But you got to also remember the, the not for long part of the NFL. Okay. These players who are under. That's true. You know what? I, ch- you're, you're, I get so amped up about dunking on Urban Meyer that I forget about these poor players. Yeah. 24-year-olds that only have a window of three or four years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess you could sit here and, and whine. I, I'm Trevor Lawrence, you got to feel bad for this guy. You know what I mean? He's never lost a football game in his entire life. I don't um, feel that bad for him. I don't feel that bad for him. <laughs> Maybe that's because he's so handsome. Is he? Well, you know, no, I thought it was funny the way that you see this Gardner Minshew, uh, yeah. Trevor Lawrence meme that popped up where they showed how much better Gardner Minshew was yeah, in yeah. his first season with the Jags. And they 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 mentioned that he that Trevor Lawrence looks like Sarah Jessica that his spirit yeah. animal is <laughs> Sarah, Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker. Parker. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't uh, I don't think he's that handsome. I think he has long hair and a square jaw, and everybody thinks that's it. Mm. Fuck long hair. Maybe if he had a thick beard. Yeah, you know, and a, and he a, looks a handlebar like mustache. That guy can't even. He grow can't grow a beard. No, he can't grow no. a mustache. No, he can't grow long sideburns. No. <laughs> No, he's probably nah. like my my fifteen year old son who's got this like shadow of a mustache. Yeah, above the, his lip. <laughs> but I mean, but you're right though. We we got to feel bad for Trevor Lawrence. It is the beginning of his career, um, and then switching offensive coaches that's going to suck. But that's probably what's going to happen if Meyer gets fired. Mm. Um, I think you rip the bandaid off and start over, man. I just I'm, I would hire John Gruden. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a terrible idea. I mean, I'm not. You know, he's gonna talk about blackballing. I mean, it's not like people down in Duval County will give a shit about John Gruden. He's down there. That's where his uh, coach fired, whatever it's called. I... His fired coach association is down there. Mm, interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we can move on to the next. Yeah, game. we'll move on uh, from that. Uh, we got to do. We got to do one last. Fuck that guy. Absolutely. And then we can move on. Uh, in the uh, Captain Obvious pick of the week, I took the Chiefs to beat the <laughs> Raiders. Uh, but I'm not going to lie. Once the game started. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I thought the Raiders were going to win this game. Uh, yep. And we talked about this on Sunday. Yep. I just thought there was no way that they would allow themselves to get embarrassed twice by the same team in the same season. In the way that they got in because they lost the first game. <laughs> yeah. It was like one of the few games where the Chiefs like blew anybody out. Yeah. Because they've been winning kind of tight games this year, having kind of a weird up and down year until recently, obviously. 
yeah, I could not have been more wrong. I, I picked them in our pick them, obviously. But when we were talking about our bets, yeah. I think I was... I don't remember what we wound up betting, but I over. was trying to convince you. Because of that, we went with the over because you, I was like, all right, we won't pick a, a winner, but we'll go with the well, over. Well, then we did do it. We actually the landed. The over was 48. And we landed in a pretty logical place, which was, okay, even if I'm wrong that, yeah. that the Raiders are going to beat the Chiefs, Lord knows the Chiefs could probably put up 48 by them damn selves. And, and they, they did. And they did. <laughs> the um, the so over-under was 48, and they hit it yeah. on, on their own. Uh, I'm thinking that the Raiders probably should have rethought their whole pregame meeting on the Chiefs logo scenario. I don't know if you saw Ooh, this before yes. the game where they were like, everyone over here, let's stand here. Um, or, I mean, if you are going to do that, you know, you should definitely come ready to play. Um, you know, it, it's pretty embarrassing to sort of do that and to just get absolutely waxed. And especially considering the, their first snap, first fucking snap of the game. Yeah. Josh Jacobs fumbles. Uh, yeah. uh, and it gets scooped up by the Chiefs, uh, Mike Hughes, who just you know walks it into the end zone. Yeah, I mean that's like you're gonna do this whole thing on the on their logo, and yeah. that's gonna be your first play of the game. Um, you know, they 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 couldn't turn it around. Chiefs uh, defense looks good, man. They did. Uh, the Raiders' next several possessions were punt, 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 interception, <laughs> fumble. Uh, before finally ficking, uh, kicking a field goal, yeah. um, and they found themselves down thirty-five to three at halftime. That was they put up thirty-five in the first half, man. Mm. Chiefs were rolling on all there. Totally, I feel like it's kind of safe to say that the Kansas City Chiefs are essentially all the way back. Yeah, now. man. Who's their right. offensive coordinator? I mean, it's weird. I heard he's good. How creative are they by the by in the red zone? They're so at the goal line. They're so good. I mean, I know that they keep doing. The it's, bowling, yeah, they keep doing this like it's like a shovel pass, yeah, but it's cooler than a shovel pass because he does it underhanded, yeah, right, yeah, he does. It got it got blown up once, but they but then they, they did it again. Way. They're yeah, like, fuck you, we'll, we'll figure it out. It's um, insane. Mahomes uh, had a very efficient day. Um, you know, just he he just seems so much more composed in these last several weeks. It seems like he's not trying to go. As he's not trying to put the team on his back. Like exactly. That. Look at the fucking stat line. He goes 20 for 24, 258 yards, two touchdown passes, no picks. Um, Derek Gore had a rushing touchdown. Clyde Edwards-Alaire had two rushing touchdowns. Um, the poor Raiders, on the other hand, had only 44 <laughs> total rushing yards on the ground. Yep. Uh, Carr to Renfro was basically, again, the only thing they had working on the Renfro, field. man. He's a Cooper Cup light. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and when you see him without his helmet on, I thought about this two weeks ago. I saw him, they, they cut to him, and they were talking about how, he oh, he's such a great underrated receiver. He's sitting on the sidelines. He's got his helmet off. He looks like a car mechanic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like if you, you just, just bumped into that dangling. dude at Jiffy Lube, yeah. you'd be like, yeah, uh, that, that guy belongs he's gonna here. He's going to change my oil. Yeah. <laughs> my all. Uh, my all. The Ra Raiders fumble the ball four times in this game. Uh, throw or the Chiefs force four fumbles. Throw a Derek Carr interception on top of that. That's five turnovers. It's just math. <laughs> uh, right. Chiefs move to nine and four. I mean, what is this? Six in a row. Yeah, six in a row. Whew. They uh, they're taking care of our bet. They're yeah, helping, they are. Thank you. Well, they scared us. We were like, how can they mm -hmm. be the team that makes us lose? And then the division fell apart. Big mm -hmm. game this Thursday against the Chargers. 
That's true, actually. That's a huge one. Then we got the... Uh, Is that Thursday Night Football? Yeah. Woo! I think I might stay up for that. That's uh, sexy. That's we, a sexy Thursday Night Football. <laughs> I might actually have like a sleepover with Sean. He's a big Chargers fan. That's also sexy. <laughs> Next game. I think I picked the Jets to upset the Saints, didn't I? Uh, yeah. yeah you, did. you did. You did, actually. You picked the... I don't know what you were thinking there. I thought they would do... I thought they would... I th- you know what? I thought, and I thought correctly, that Taysom Hill is a horrible quarterback. Oh, my God. He was tough to watch. There was one play early in this game where, you know, because he's got that finger issue. Yeah. And he did that thing where he, like, he cocked and loaded to throw it, and the ball just, like, whoop, just, like, <laughs> flew out of his hand backwards. It's, it's 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 hard to watch, but they still put up 30 points. This was a bad football game. Yeah. I mean, it took forever for it to really get going. Um and it was an average football team beating a really bad football team. Both teams moved the ball, but the Saints um, were only 6 for 15 on third downs. The Jets were 3 for 14 on third downs, <laughs> which meant that the we punters. saw a lot of punts <laughs> in this game. So if you like punters, yes. if punters get you wet, <laughs> then uh, you know you probably needed an extra towel. This week. Saints pulled away in the second half thanks to uh, two Taysom Hill rushing touchdowns. Yeah, man. Uh, it was in like garbage garbage time. Rush, it's like helps Whoever true. had him on fantasy loved that. Yeah, he had that nice 44-yard run. Kamara yeah. was back in a big way, 120 yards rushing oh, yeah. TD as well. So that's I didn't know he was going to be back either when I picked the Jets, by the way. Yeah, because it wasn't confirmed at that yeah. point. I know We didn't learn that until late. Yeah, when we um, made our, our bet. <clears throat> Zach Wilson did not have a good day. Uh, 19 for 42, 202 yards, no touchdowns. I wanted to hit the your uh, trash button, but let's give it some time. Yeah. He's a gunslinger, though. He is. And I, I actually have more hope for him than yeah. I do for some of the other rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, he might end up being the best. Uh, no, who else was in that class? Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. He could. Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Oh, Justin Fields looks good though. Mm, he had a crazy game. But then again, he throws some bad picks too. We'll see. We'll see. We got. We, it's re- really early, but the, uh, it looks like that class might be okay. The Saints ended a five-game losing streak. Uh, they're six and seven now, and uh, yeah, they're officially on the bubble. Only one game back from a playoff spot. Nice. Go Saints, man. So good job, uh, Sean Sean Payton, doing it with the um, a weird. He just adjusts, man. Mm. You got to be impressed by him because Taysom Hill. I don't know how. But you have. But to, how do you trust that more than Simeon? I would hate my life if I was Trevor Simeon. Like, damn, I suck. It, it, I thought about that when I was watching this game too. I was like, is this really better than Trevor Simeon? But uh, more than anything, it makes you realize that um, you know Sean Payton is definitely looking around for another quarterback. We heard reports this weekend. Uh, of oh, yeah. Russell Wilson sort of releasing the teams that he would be willing to be traded to. The Saints are obviously on that list. I don't know why he would want to play. I guess he would maybe want to play with Sean Payton, but yeah. it's not like they have this insane receiver core. You know what I mean? I think he cares more about the blocking. Yeah, maybe. Because th- that was his complaint about Seattle. They Didn't they tie Kaepernick to them as well? That's a good point. I, I, I read I somewhere like Kaepernick's, Kaepernick's got to be over with, but they said that uh, that was something they. I saw it somewhere mm. that they were considering. When you look at some of these quarterbacks, you got to think like, why isn't some team? Why isn't Carolina kicking the tires on Kaepernick? I, 
That's a good question. <laughs> it's like he's not tied to any team. Uh, you know what I mean? It, 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 you could probably lowball him on the salary. I actually think that deal. The, we'll get to the Panthers in a minute, but I I actually think that they they need to make a more long term decision. I don't feel like yeah. Of as course. much as I would like to see Kaepernick back in the league, I mean, in a different way, it would be somewhat similar to you know bringing in Cam Newton. Yeah, except you know for he I mean? can actually throw the ball downfield. That's true. Yeah. And he can scramble, probably, still. Mm. His last uh, successful game, I think, was uh, against the Dolphins mm. uh, when he was terrifying to watch. Like, he almost won that game, man. And Dominican Sue makes a tackle mm. at the goal line. It's like, mm. oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> this dude is so scary to watch. And he had nobody on the team. So I don't know. Uh, but that could be gone. Well, and the older he gets, the harder it is for him to move around like true. that. So. As far as the Saints are concerned, I, there's no way they don't change their quarterback situation. They have to. It's gonna, this isn't, they're not going to go another year like this. It's not happening. No. Unless, of course, they get sort of convinced that Jameis Winston still has it and they want him to come back next year. But why would? Oh they yeah, they have Jameis Winston. <clears throat> They'll be all right. Maybe Peyton can get the best out of Winston. He's going to make him a service. I believe in that statement more than I do in in the idea of him getting something out of these other Jacks. No, hell no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Moving on to another game that almost got blown. Yeah. Uh, I picked this one. Cowboys beat the Washington football team 27 to 20. Mm. Whoops, sorry. Hit the wrong I was going to say, didn't you think the... I hit the wrong button. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a lot of narrative going into this game. Jerry Jones was accusing the Cowboys receivers of not running their routes properly. What? Uh, maybe he was... I think he was trying to create some... Like, they were asking questions about Dak Prescott, like... He's not as accurate, blah, blah, blah. And I think uh, he was trying to, like, create some cover for Dak. We're not running the routes right. Um, Let's bring in some benches. But I kind of think <laughs> that, that right? I did. <laughs> I, and I think, Jerry, have, I don't know any other team that has to deal with this, like, situation. I mean, Jerry Jones basically has a, a standing weekly radio yeah. interview thing where it's like, ugh, can you imagine being the coach no. of this team? And no, a lot of li- coaches he, can't imagine being the coach there. Because he says things that he doesn't know. He's like, yeah. oh, Zeke's fine. He's going he's gonna to go. Uh, he's going to play. Or it's like his leg was blown off. <laughs> the, the receivers aren't running their routes properly or this or that. Like He's always out there saying crazy shit that he just doesn't fucking know anything about. Um, anyway, Mike McCarthy predicted a win. And, of course, the whole NFL media apparatus – like collectively came all over themselves <laughs> freaking out oh my god he's called the win i was like come on guys what coach is, is gonna say you know what we're, we're gonna lose this week i uh, mean it was just kind of they made such a big deal out of it and i get it you know i don't i honestly i think the calling your win thing i feel like it it, it it if it's the regular season it doesn't matter yeah you know what i mean it should happen more I feel like they should it, ask every coach each week. Are you going to win this week? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you know that the they're going to say be. yes. Even Urban yeah. Meyer. Yeah, and then as you, he's going to say if somebody else doesn't fuck up. As you brought up, the Cowboys <laughs> brought their benches with them to Washington. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they did this because um, I, I don't. It, it wasn't clear who said this, but it was a coach from another team. Yeah. Who had spoken to some of the Cowboys. Uh, about the Washington football team not providing 
like properly heated benches for the away teams. I, I had, that's the first I had ever heard of heated benches. Mm. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, I knew that was a thing. I didn't know heated. I've, I've heard about you know the fans and stuff having your fans and all of that. I'm curious if they're like if they aren't like if they're just like not heated benches or if they're not turned all the way up. Either way. I feel like this is some like petty yeah. Washington football team shit. Yeah, right. And they got a shit. Remember the they had the stadium was had uh, some issues. Was it last year mm. when the when the piping burst or something and it was oh, like no, pouring that, on top of yes, people? Yes, yes, yes. Wasn't that yes. last year? Yeah, I remember that. It's like this is shitty. Mm-hmm. What do you expect? You expect the the benches? It to is be warm? quite common for a lot of arenas to have like a really shitty away locker room, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, or or like a really small one. And we'll uh, go to basketball when the, when the Boston Celtics or, turn the heat up. Yeah. There's some legendary stories in the NHL about, you know, away locker room stuff. Like <laughs> players going in and taking a shit in the away <laughs> team's locker room before they show up and all that kind of stuff. Like just crazy stuff. Um, anyway. Um, no, yeah. But the Cowboys pulled it out. They held them off. They were their defense was fantastic. Yeah, they were. And the uh, the the Randy Gregory, who's Randy Gregory? Randy Gregory, the guy for um, he had an interception for the Cowboys. He had that one where he jumped up and he tipped it to himself. Oh yeah, okay. Pulled it in. The lineman, okay. And, uh, and he had another one. He had a sack and a fumble or something. Or they were Mika Parsons. Oh. Jesus Christ! Yes, Mika Parsons. Mika Mika. <laughs> Michael, why can't he just be Michael? I know so many Micahs growing up. Maybe that's why. Micah, Mika, 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 Mika. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Mika Fitzpatrick. That's probably got you, uh, Mika, Mika. I don't know what I'm thinking about. It sounds Finnish to me. Mika? Mika. It's <laughs> Micah. Mika Pakalo. Mika Pakalo Pakalo. Mika Pakalo. Mika Pakalo Pakalo Pakalo. But he was uh, all over. They were. I went to the bathroom, right? I was taking a shit. And nice. as I was taking a shit, Sandra being the great wife that she is, I know I said she ain't shit before, mm. but um, she, last episode, somebody wrote to me saying they laughed when I said Sandra ain't <laughs> shit. But, uh, but she's a great wife. And what she did was, uh, as I was taking a shit, she was texting me updates. <laughs> it's beautiful, beautiful marriage. <laughs> and she said, uh, That's hilarious. She said, this kid, this kid, uh, Parsons, has a bright future. Like she texted me that that uh, they really <laughs> love this kid Parsons. Like she said, this kid too, because that's how they were talking about. Oh, this kid is everywhere. Oh, the Lord. And I was hilarious. like, they really are grapefruiting Micah Parsons, man. Jeez, we get it. But dude, you guys want Dallas to be good. We get it. The guy is. He's I mean, good. forget about defensive rookie of the year. He's making an argument for like just. Defensive, defensive player, player of the yeah. year he's got i don't remember how many total sacks he has on the year but he's got nine and a half just in the last six games alone wow the, the dude's a monster they're finally using him to, to like if they would have used him all year to come after the quarterback but then he wouldn't have as many interceptions mm. i the washington fumbled the ball quite a few times in this game too uh yeah. heineke had some picks uh he got he, blown up he did. He got blown up. He did have that one Cam Sims, you see that touchdown pass by Cam Sims where he hit him in the back of the back of the end zone? Oh, yeah. Oh my god, that was crazy. Yeah, Heineke, man, he's a, he's a, he's a gamer, man. I like him. He I really like is. Him. I like how he doesn't give up. Cowboys were up 24 to nothing at the half. Uh but they came out in the second half um and they did their best Atlanta Falcons impression and damn near <laughs> threw this game away. Uh down 27 to 8, Heineke got pulled from this game, replaced by Kyle Allen. 
Because yeah. uh, was that because he got hit so hard? I thought it was the injury. I thought it was, but he he did play a little bit after getting blown he up. He did. He came but back. Then, I think it was. Yeah. But he looked like he was having trouble walking. He was beat up. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the uh, Kyle Allen. Uh, they had this nice drive. They scored. Uh, and then Dak was and like, then hey, Dak man. was like, oh, oh, you just have to do one thing. Just don't throw an interception. And in you're, oh fuck, he threw a pick six. Uh, and now it's like twenty-seven to twenty. Washington forced Dallas to a three and out punt. Uh, they get a chance to win this game, and then Randy Gregory again steps in with the strip sack fumble. Yeah, um, yeah. Cowboys managed to run out the clock from there. Both QBs were actually pretty bad in this yeah. game. Uh, Dak went twenty-two for thirty-nine, two hundred eleven yards, one touchdown, two picks. Yeah. Uh, Heineke was eleven for twenty-five, hundred twenty-two yards, one touchdown, one pick. Um, Washington football team lost Terry McLaurin in this game. Oh um, yeah, but that's got to be concussion, right? The yep. way he fell, he yeah, it was he really smacked. It was he went up for a ball and he did not get it, and his head came down. Yeah, he landed like face first. Yeah, oh, that God. was not that was not pretty. Um, Washington football team still occupy the final NFC playoff spot. That's how bad um, the NFC is. But they have the same six and seven record as the Vikings, Eagles, Falcons, and Saints. Uh, who were basically all Damn. on their tails. Uh, this was a huge missed opportunity for Washington football team to overtake the lead in this. I mean, they couldn't have taken the lead, but they they played Dallas before this game started. They had they were looking at two games against the Cowboys before the end of the season. Mm. So theoretically, if they had won yeah, those yeah. two games, then they could at least have tiebreaker. Uh, have the tiebreaker. Um, mm. Oh well. yeah, <clears throat> Cowboys almost threw this one away. Uh, but they did not. But they didn't. Yeah, they did and they were six point favorites, and we we bet that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they held on. Scared that my butthole was so tight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk about your boys. Oh huh? shit! <laughs> Next up, we had Jonathan picking the Atlanta Falcons. That's right. Beating up on the uh, Carolina Panthers. Oh, so how? How Everybody were they favorites? Thought the Panthers were going to win the game in the in the uh, in the picks. It's sixty four percent thought that the Panthers were going to win this game. Man, fuck y'all. <laughs> fuck y'all. It's all the ESPN. It's not just y'all, but fuck y'all too. Uh, <laughs> I knew. I, I was. I had no doubt. We looked at it. We're like, how are they four point favorite? Like three and a half point favorites. I don't know. I don't know. What about the Panthers this says they're going to win? This was new territory for me. We stared down the barrel of the next-gen stats mm. conspiracy, and we comfortably closed out a football game without any stress or any drama. Yes, we you, We almost said we. <laughs> I can't believe it. Maddie Wheels. Fucking Maddie Wheels <laughs> Maddie. goes 19 for 28, 198 yards passing, or 190 <laughs> yards passing, one touchdown, no picks, Four carries for three yards, baby. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> do you like that? Yeah. Like yeah. That. I do like, I like that. That, <laughs> oh, that yeah. sounds like a Mac Jones stat line. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Cam Newton started off the Are game. Are they protecting the team from Matt Ryan? Is that what's happening <laughs> right now? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I think so. Cam Newton started off the game uh, well, actually. Finishing off a nice nine-play drive with a rushing touchdown. Uh, made me a little nervous. I was like, oh, God, here we go. Uh, he had 47 yards rushing on the day, I think. But after going 15 for 23. He had a good touchdown. Yeah, he goes 15 for 23, 178 yards passing, no touchdowns. 
uh, and a motherfucking 66-yard pick six to my man, Mikael Walker. Cam Newton <laughs> found himself once again benched in the first half for P.J. Walker, uh, who three plays into his day on the field also threw a pick to my man, lockdown corner, A.J. <laughs> Terrell. This motherfucker is so good. He's like one of the few bright spots on our defense, I think. Nice. Um, Cam did come back into the game later. There was a little bit of confusion as to what what Matt Rule was doing with th- his quarterback. Well, what, what he said before was uh, there's still parts of the offense that Cam is not that comfortable with. So like when they right. get behind big, he can't do the, uh, the four-minute or the two-minute offense. You know what I mean? Right. So I think that's the reason. And when, I, when you look at the All-22, um, <laughs> then... Uh, <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> no, but I, th- I, I think they that's also, the reason. They, Matt Rule, they fired their offensive coordinator this week. Oh, that could be part of it too, man. Because uh, P.J. Walker, obviously, he's been on the team for two years. He's mastered the playbook, probably. Yeah, sure. And uh, so that might be part of it because Cam can't make too many like checks and adjustments. Mm. Um on the fly like that. Right. That's got to be it. I mean, the fa- here's the Falcons looked like they wanted to blow this game, but the Panthers just wouldn't let them do it. Uh, after early third quarter touchdown, Panthers started creeping up on the Falcons. It was 17 to 14 at one point. Yeah. Uh, but their next drive ended in a fumble, followed by two consecutive drives that ended with turnover on downs. My man Corderell Patterson had a touchdown. He's balling, man. Uh, became the first Falcon ever to have five rushing touchdowns and five receiving touchdowns in a single season. Yeah, but that sounds like one of their uh, Instagram stats. It is. It's but like, it's like, <laughs> that's why. No, I, but no Falcon is receiver playing running back. I know, but that's my point is, is that it's like, I personally feel like it's really fun to have one of these Swiss Army Knife type mm, players. Okay. One of the reasons why I know I've I've been on, I my my dislike of the Saints has grown since I started doing this podcast. Um, <laughs> but I was criticized quite a bit for not hating them yeah. from the get-go. And part of it is that I've always kind of admired just this recent generation of the Saints. I've always... Yeah. Back when it worked, when they had Drew Brees, they had Alvin Kamara. I think and Katrina then they had did Taysom, it, it That was part of it, too. And then they had Taysom Hill. It, this kind of weird trifecta was something that I wished the Falcons had. Mm, like okay, that okay. kind of a threat, that mm-hmm. kind of creativity, yeah. which the Falcons are not known as being a creative football team. Good point. You know what I mean? So that, that Man, I kind of imagine if they would have gotten Eric Bieniemy as the coach. Imagine, imagine. Creat- that. Speaking of creativity, yeah. This fucking Bad your, boy, your boy Robert sent me a, a screenshot of the you know when the Panther when they put up the next gen stat and Panthers have the three percent win probability. <laughs> Right. And I was like, yeah, I know. I saw it. You know, we're talking about it over here. Too. It's like for me, it's like PTSD when that shit pops up on the screen. The whole family, my whole family is like, oh, fuck, here we go. Uh, another shocking fact that I learned. This is not good. Uh, the Falcons this season are minus 75 point differential in the fourth quarter this year. Wow. So they threw they threw the next gen stats thing at me and then they hit me with that. Damn. You know what I mean? I was like, this fucking next gen stats conspiracy thing. This shit is confirmed right here. They're just trying mm. to get us to lose, but I we feel- didn't. We didn't. Yeah, we won. I feel a little worried about your team, man. I'm worried about them too. Uh, they're six and seven, technically yeah. on the bubble, yeah. with a very good chance of making the playoffs. But let's face it. I mean, mm. I- Atlanta is not. They're basically what I would call 
a good bad team. Yeah. Who probably have no business being in the playoffs. All right. I mean, even if they make it, I mean, there's no way they survive the wild card round, right? Mm. We have a huge matchup against the 49ers uh, next week, yeah. who are just ahead of us in the standings. And then we have the Lions. Uh, that should be a double. And then the Bills. Oof. And then the Saints. So, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> uh, but I don't see I, – I, honestly, I don't even see why it matters because even if they make it in, it's not like they're going on a deep run. Right. No, not even that. I mean, it's always fun when your team goes to playoffs. I'm just thinking the future of the team. It's like Certainly, the, I think it matters for the new coach yeah. to come in and say, hey – that's what we did, yeah. yeah. Um, Helps for free agency. I think it, like in the same way that I think it helped y- your guy Flores last year. Yeah. I mean, they were so close, and they played so well last year, and they just barely missed making the playoffs. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think that gave him a lot of bump for sure. Anyway, we can move on. We've talked about the Falcons for too long. Okay. Uh, what happened here? Seahawks. Uh, Predictably beat the Texans thirty three to thirty. This is almost like the uh, this is almost like the Jaguars thing. Yeah, but I say this. Uh, I mean, when they announced that Davis Mills was going to you know play for the rest of the season, I mean, I thought what the rest of us probably thought that they're just like trying to tank without yeah. like just trying to set themselves up to lose. Yeah. Uh, but somebody forgot to tell Davis Mills that because he came out <laughs> swinging. Yeah, he looked um, good. And it took a long time for the Seahawks to pull away in this one. Mills was 33 for 49, 331 yards, a touchdown, no picks. Um, Russell Wilson had a much calmer day, 17 for 28, 260 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. You see these teams winning by throwing the ball less? Just throwing it out there. Exactly. And they With finally got there. But they haven't had much of a run game this year. But they had it this day. They had this, uh, what's his name? Rashad Penny had 16 carries for 137 oh, yards, yeah. two touchdowns. And how about that fucking Russell Wilson, that 55-yard oh, bomb to Tyler Lockett? His it deep was, ball. Oh, my God, dude. I would say he has the best in the league, but Herbert might have him beat now. He was the other one who had, that thing was a fucking And missile. Stafford. These guys are throwing the yeah. ball around, man. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. That was some vintage Mr. Unlimited shit right there, baby. Yeah. Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> but they won. They were supposed to win. It's like, okay. They did. Seahawks are 5-8. and eight. Yeah. Suddenly in the playoff hunt. But yeah. I, NFC I feel like so it's wet. sort of in the same category as the Falcons. Like, does it really matter? Yeah. like They're lower than the it, Falcons. I mean, actually... I believe more, and if the Seahawks managed to sneak in, I'd actually be more afraid to play them yeah. than I would be to play the Falcons. You know what I mean? Yeah, because at true. least it's like, okay, well, look, Russell Wilson. Russell, you yeah. really want to play him? <laughs> no, Let I don't think cook. so. But then we got we got like a slate of blowouts. Yeah, we do Broncos because well, we've had we got the... Broncos Lions up next. Uh, you pick the Broncos to well. win. Of course. 38 to 10, they beat the Lions. The Broncos. Lions had like half the team on uh, Yeah, injured. exactly. The Broncos held a very touching tribute to former whiteout uh, Demarius Thomas, who sadly lost his life um, this past week at the age of 33. Very, very sad story mm. about a guy who overcame some seriously difficult odds in his early life, uh, which I did not know anything about until mm, I read mm. about it. Um, if he was drafted now, you would have heard about it. Sure. <laughs> the I, way they do this uh, 
poverty porn or whatever you want to call it. Uh, sure, yeah. Pain porn now in the but draft. But he overcame all of, like, just the most ridiculous odds. Four-time pro bowler, became a Super Bowl champion. Yeah. He appears to have died because he had some sort of, a, he had a seizure while he was in the shower. I mean, just awful. Um, I was thinking that maybe we hold off a little on the details of the, the like, his, I would like to talk about, him a little bit and okay. the odds that he overcame but i let's push that to the thursday show okay because i just think it's kind of too amazing and fascinating to sort of cram into a recap because it's and it, i feel like it deserves a moment because right, yeah. what no a, doubt, no i doubt. was really kind of moved and impressed by okay. this guy and he's also from i'm like i'm from georgia he's from georgia how do i not know this story um, all right we'll check that I almost out. felt guilty for not knowing about it uh right but uh, you know after the you know pregame festivities and the highlights and all that kind of stuff. The game started with um, the Broncos putting only 10 men on the field, leaving, (laughs) but they did it on purpose. Like they left the, his spot, Demarius Thomas's receiver spot. They had him on the sidelines. um, And apparently there was a conversation between the two teams that they were going to do this. This opening play was going to be a tribute. Like we're going to have 10 guys on the field. We're going to have his spot empty and we're going to get a delay a game penalty. Um, wow. And they did that. Uh, and then Dan Campbell declined the de- the delay of game penalty. Wow. Uh, the Dan Ranks Campbell, were in on man. it. Like, so they kind I of got, got goosebumps. To- I didn't know about that. Yeah, they got together and had a conversation about it. Like, this is what we're going to do. And everybody got on board and they did this thing. And it was really cool. Um, yeah. I thought it was quite cool. And then the game obviously started for real, and the Broncos beat the brakes off of the line, <laughs> <laughs> as we had thought. Yeah. Uh, Teddy B didn't really have to have a great day, but he was pretty good. He threw yeah. a couple of touchdown passes. Uh, the Broncos' run game was cooking. Melvin Gordon had over 100 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, this Javante Williams guy looks really good. He's fun to watch. Um, he had a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown, I think. And that defense did what they do, man. Mm. What they can do. <clears throat> Fangio defense can mm. be against a bad team, you know what's gonna happen. I mean, this was this game was never in doubt. Uh you know, it was obviously fun to see the Lions win last week, but th- this team is a joke. Uh and yeah. continue to be one of the strongest arguments for relegation, in my opinion. <laughs> um not as strong as Jacksonville. Which sets them up perfectly to go out and beat my Falcons next week, which should be great. Either next week or the week after. We play them. <laughs> watch the Falcons lose to the Lions. Watch oh, them. Man. Just watch. Yeah. It'll happen. We lost to them last year. Yeah. I know. In a like less than one minute drive to Matthew Stafford. Motherfuckers. Well, he's not there anymore. Uh, Broncos are on the bubble. They're seven and six. Uh, Colts, Bills, Browns, Bengals, and Broncos. Whew, that's a lot of bees. All have the <laughs> same record. Yeah. Uh, but the Broncos' remaining games are against the Raiders, Chargers, and Chiefs, all divisional games. Uh, so there's a chance if they... No way. I mean, you know, mathematically speaking. Mathematically speaking. Yeah, there's a chance. Uh, I just don't see it happening. Well, speaking of one of those teams, uh, the Chargers. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> they, uh, the score is closer than what the game felt like. But they won 37-21. to 21, And uh, Herbert, God damn, sometimes... Mm. He just that deep ball. He's got a rocket arm mm. and and precision, deep with precision, uh, and good receivers to throw to. He could just throw it up, lobs, all of that. It's it was it's they're fun team to watch. Herbert's so fun to watch, and uh, the Giants they tried to keep up, but 
Glennon had him a nice little gallop into the end zone, too. That's true. <laughs> Mike Glennon. That's true. But their I was a little disappointed up. that Mike Glennon played. I was hoping to see Jake Fromm <laughs> have a really embarrassing, dreadful first NFL start. But, you know, I guess I'll have to keep waiting for that one. Uh, I think the Giants are in peril, to be honest with you. Like, yeah, man. I mean, they obviously need a quarterback. Um, but also this Kenny Galladay signing appears to be a complete total bust. Um, the guys, he, he was supposed to be their big signing, big wide receiver signing. He, in this game, he's got eight targets, two receptions, 15 yards. I mean, what uh, is what uh, they sign him on a one year deal? I don't know, actually. Uh, Justin Herbert, though, again, like you said, this guy, yeah, it's cool. It's fun to watch, man. He was throwing that shit all over the yard. That, that pass to what was it, like a 60 yard. It was like a missile launched into out. I think that ball actually pierced the outer layer of Earth's <laughs> atmosphere before it actually came back yeah. down and landed into the right hands in of Jalen Guyton yeah. right into his fucking gut. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's yeah. They're fun. They're fun, but I would. They seem like a heart attack squad, man. Like they'll have, they'll bring you some high highs, but then some low lows when you're I agree. them. Um, uh, they but they're improved, eight and five. Man. They're eight and five. They occupy the number five spot in the AFC standings, so they're in the playoffs as of right now. The yeah. remaining schedule: Chiefs, Texans, Broncos, Raiders. Uh, next week, wow. or in a few days, obviously is going to be an incredibly juicy matchup yeah. between the Chargers and the Chiefs. And they beat them already, but that's not the same Chiefs team. No. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, this is, I mean, I'm almost tempted to stay up and watch this game. I think I will, man. I don't know what my Friday is, but whatever. I I mean, honestly, whew, that shit is hot. Yeah. Uh, 49ers yeah. and the Bengals. You picked the 49ers to win this game. Because I have no respect for Zach Taylor. You... Uh, <laughs> You're not a big fan of Whack Taylor. Whack Taylor. A, uh, 68% thought a, that the Bengals would win this game. It's a what black, are y'all looking at, man? It's a black Twitter thing. You don't like <laughs> you don't like Whack Taylor? Nope. Uh, I was having some conversations on white Twitter this past weekend. <laughs> uh, and I'd be a little, I think white Twitter might be, start coming for you. Yeah, we'll see. Is there white Twitter? I guess nah, most of Twitter is white. It's, it's not. No, there's no <laughs> swagger. There's no white Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody says white Twitter. I love this idea of dividing Twitter up into camps. Yeah, it's man, it's so cracks much, me up. It's great. Uh, anyway, I went to bed at halftime uh, when the 49ers were up seventeen to six, and I, I never would have imagined this game would have gone to overtime. To be honest with you, uh, the Bengals just could not get out of their own way. Unbelievable. Thanks mostly to Darius Phillips, who muffed not one, but two Man. punts in the first half. I felt bad for him in the second when he just grabs his helmet. I know. He didn't want to go back to the sideline. <laughs> one of them led to a field goal. He's still on the field. Uh, the other one led to a George Kittle touchdown. How good was George oh my Kittle God. in this game? Oh he's my. on one of my fantasy teams. and uh, It's called Kittles and Diggs. That's oh. the name of my team. He and is he's so balling. good. Debo Samuel was back, proving that he's really more of a running back than a receiver now. <laughs> 27 and yard Patterson. touchdown run. It's the same as Patterson. I, it's the Patterson effect, bro. Yeah. I'm loving it. Um, let's see. Um, Shanahan, yeah. they, they pull away early, and then it might be his thing. It might be his thing to give up big leads. What? 
Yeah, it is his thing. It's not might be. It is his thing. <laughs> That's his legacy. It is. I heard someone talking about the Bengals after they lost to the Chargers last week, saying that Joe Burrow played great, but the Bengals played bad. I feel like kind of the same thing happening here. Mm. I, I feel like Joe Burrow doesn't deserve the shit that's happening around him. Yeah, man. Uh, he and definitely out. He outdueled Jimmy G for sure. Uh, he went twenty-five for thirty-four, three hundred forty-eight yards, two touchdown passes. Uh, no picks. He has thrown a lot of picks this year, Joe Burrow. But the most in the NFL. Yeah, I know. Uh, Jimmy G was 27 for 41, 296 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Both QBs got sacked five times. Damn. Um, yeah, George Bosa's Kittle. back. He was great. He had two big sacks in this yeah. game, too. Kittle, obviously we said this already, but he was 15 targets, 13 receptions, 15 151 targets. yards, and a touchdown. And some ridiculous yeah, catches, like yeah. poster-type catch. I mean, yeah. I like his uh, his first down celebration. Oh yeah, he's he does the, just like, <laughs> yeah, like a follow through nice. basketball. That follow is through. nice. And you know what, Chase Claypool, you can take notes. You don't actually need the ball to do that first down celebration. Yeah, you just keeps, leave the ball where it is and do your little thing. You keeps the game going, idiot. Uh, Trey Henderson uh, for the Bengals. He uh, nine nine straight games with a sack. This fucking guy. I think it's a franchise record of some kind. Oh wow. He unfortunately left the game with a back injury. Yeah, I saw that. <clears throat> the uh, Bengals roared back into this game in the second half. Uh, Shanahan. Yep. Tied the game on a seven-play, 87-yard drive that ended with a 32-yard 32, 32 Jamar Chase touchdown. Um, 49ers had a chance to win this late, but Robbie Gold missed the 47-yard field goal attempt that sent it to overtime. Uh, Bengals got the ball first, kicked a field goal, and then Jimmy G marched down the field. Seven plays, 75-yard drive. Um, I couldn't believe Gold ended with a, it. Yeah, ended with a 12-yard touchdown pass to Brandon Ayuk, uh, who dove for the pylon. There was a bit of confusion as to whether he was in or not, but it was a beautiful. When yeah. you saw it on the replay, yeah. it was definitely a touchdown. I understand why they had to take a second look at it, but yeah, that was heartbreaker for the, for the Bengals. Uh, 49ers occupy the sixth spot in the NFC standings at 7-6. and six. The remaining games are against the Falcons. Uh, Titans, Texans, and Rams. Uh, and given that it's 2021, they'll probably lose to the Falcons and the Texans and then turn around and beat the Titans and the Rams. Um, <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Bengals are now on the bubble in the number nine spot, seven and six record. They got Broncos, Ravens, Chiefs, Browns left to play. Um, a lot of teams in the AFC have a seven and six record. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if the Bengals are going to make it, they got to stop shooting themselves in the foot. Basically. Well, they need a new coach. <clears throat> uh, next game, Buffalo is reeling. Oh my god! And they continue to reel uh, after losing a weird ass game with no with no passes uh, in fifty mile per hour wind. They go down to great weather in Tampa and they lose to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, thirty three to twenty seven. I thought they would win, but you I picked the Bucks to win. Uh, I did. I mean, going into Sunday, I thought the Bills were going to win. Uh, yeah, same. Honestly. Same. Uh, this is another one where I went to bed not expecting it to go to overtime. Uh, yeah. Obviously, because the Bucks were up twenty-four to three when yeah. I went to bed. I think. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen had a terrible first half, which I kind of feel like I want to put on Sean McDermott. Actually, run the goddamn ball, man. They in the first half, the Bills didn't have a single handoff rushing play. 
I mean, I get that the Bucks have the number one rushing defense in the NFL, but zero run plays? Do they have the number one rushing defense? Apparently, that's what they said on the okay. thing. Zero one. run plays. Seriously. So you want, here's what you want. Sean McDermott wants his franchise quarterback to throw the ball over 50 times, and you also want him to put the fucking cape on and be your primary running back as well. Yes. It's the opposite. I, was of, that really your game plan going into this game? It's like the opposite of Sean Payton's style. <laughs> I mean, figuring it out with what you get. And then when they did start running the ball, they were successful. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck they were doing. I mean, the Bills' run D is obviously. Wasn't he coach of the year last year? Yeah, I think I predicted him to be coach. No. Oh, is that what it was? Wasn't it Because it was Stefanski. Yeah, you're right. And I think we agreed that this guy might be coach of the year. Yeah, we said McDermott's going to be coach of the year. The Bills' run defense continues to be a problem for them, uh, which showed up. Quite early with a maybe 40, they don't do it in practice. Forty-seven, <laughs> yeah, forty-seven yard touchdown run by Leonard Fournette, yeah, uh, to get this game cooking. Um, I mean, he gashed him. Lenny gashed him for yeah. one hundred thirteen yards on the day. Even Brady Tom, looked a little. Even off. Tom Brady had sixteen yards rushing in this yeah. game. Oh yeah, he came out. Uh, he was talking shit too. He got feisty too, yeah. didn't it? There were a couple of uh, little scrums moments where where people were up in each other's faces. But Brady was looking a little off a little bit. This was the time, this was the game to pull out mm. and show you're ready and show that you're over, you know, Belichick beat you. You're not going to let Brady beat you the week after. And then they do. They lose. And Brady's still, record Brady, against them is like some 35-3 and three or some shit like that. Yeah, and Brady, he always figures out a way to do this thing. Uh, that fucking wicked pass to Mike Evans. I mean, it was like a man, duck. and he snatches did, it out of the air like hang, that. It, like when you uh, saw the slow motion close up replay, it's like, how did he even hang on to that? He was just holding on to it with his fingertips. I don't know. Maybe it's the gloves. Probably. Um, Brady also had a, a QB sneak touchdown. Um, yeah, somewhere in the middle of this game, he passed Drew Brees for the all-time receptions record. Oh yeah, it's like um, seven hundred something like that. No, no, no. That was the touchdown thing. Touchdown. Damn, this guy. Um, well, when you play 45 years. I Here's the thing, though. Uh, okay, the Bills lost this game because they played horrible in the first half. Yeah. Plain and simple. Um, but I will say this. Um, I think they got robbed on a pass interference yes, call. Yes, yes. Uh, two, actually. One that they didn't call that should have been called against the Bucks, And then the one in overtime that was called but should not have been called when yep. he basically who was that was that mike evans yeah he puts his oh I, I don't know who it was i think it was mike evans but he put his arm around the guy it was like what there yeah. was a badly thrown ball it was like he put his arms it was underthrown yeah he puts his arms around the defensive back and pulls him in like yep. he's trying to give him a fucking hug and then they throw the pass interference on the bills that's bullshit i was like that's fucking bullshit uh bad call but whatever um yeah, this was an overtime. Bills got the ball first, three and out, uh, and then Brady put together this, you know, drive where he threw a not. It wasn't that long of a pass, but Brashard Perryman just right, it just, he just out. He just oh my took god! Off. He just took off, uh, and that was Brady's. The overtime touchdown was Brady's seven hundredth career touchdown pass. Wow. Uh, and it, it matches a lot of his touchdown passes in the past, where he throws a short crosser and then they just yeah. <laughs> Bucks are now ten and three, mm, in, in second place in the NFC. Bills dropped to seven and six. Damn, that hurt. Uh, while they still that hurt our bit big it time. It did. They still occupy the last playoff spot in the AFC, uh, but they're surrounded by four other seven and six teams. I can't like, believe they're seven and six. Yeah, like I said before, they're surrounded by the Colts, Browns, Bengals, and Broncos. 
all of them seven and six. Good news for the Bills is that the remaining schedule uh, is probably the easiest one of all these teams, I think. They play the Panthers, Patriots, which obviously feels like a must-win game at this point. Yes. Uh, Falcons, and then they finish off their season against the Jets. Okay, so so, so then what's going to happen? Everybody's going to talk about how the Bills figured it out. They're back, even though it's just a weak part of the schedule. And then they get beaten week one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> beat early in the playoffs. I do not believe in them in the way no. that I did at the beginning of the no, season. They did. And then they were, the AFC East really has an easy schedule mm-hmm. this year, the way the NFL's playing out. And because of your fucking knucklehead uh, game plan, Sean McDermott. You also have your franchise quarterback, Josh Allen, showing up to the post game press conference wearing a fucking walking boot because yeah, you ran him to on, death. Yeah. You ran him on. to death. You had him throw the ball over 50 times. Uh, and now this fucking easy slam dunk schedule, you know, now, now Josh Allen is officially day to day. I don't know if he plays this week or not. I have no idea. I don't know how serious it is, but we'll see. I saw it when it happened, when they got rolled up on. It was almost it, the end of the tackle looked like a horse collar, uh-huh. even though he didn't grab his collar at all. It wasn't an illegal uh, tackle, but the way his body, it was like what you worry about with a horse collar tackle, where he right. ends up getting rolled up on his legs. Yeah. So way to I, go, McDermott. I'm just like these these two games, like their game plan against the Patriots – in those wacky weather conditions, and despite the fact throwing that he, the ball thirty times, the fact that he wants to go out there and pretend like like it had nothing to do with Bill Belichick, I I'm sorry, dude. Bill Belichick is smarter than you. I, he just is. He's smarter than you. Uh, yeah. And you came out after that game and toy. tried to show off your shiny toy again yep. uh, by not calling any designed runs at all. Uh, and prove that Bruce Arians is also smarter than you. So, I don't know. Just seems a little dumb to me. <laughs> we'll see. Watch him lose to the Falcons. Oh, my God, that would be the greatest win of the season if we fucking beat the Bills. Hey, man, we got a bet to win, man. That's true. Sorry, my 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 allegiances are yeah, your allegiances. in direct <laughs> conflicts with the bet that we made. <clears throat> All right, we, then we move on to a great game. Oh, my God, this game was insane. Who would have thought that the uh, Packers and Bears, we lost this bet, too. Well, you you thought that the Packers would win. Of course. Uh, uh, 45 to 30 was the final score. We thought the Bears would keep it closer. It was a 12 and a half point, but that's another I, I, I'm bet. I'm a little bit, you're, you're a tape head. I'm kind of a history head. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sort of, a, I like history. I know you like it, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this is the oldest rivalry in the NFL. It started way back in 1921. These teams have played each other 203 times. Mm. The Packers lead uh, this rivalry 102, 95, and 6. And Green Bay is 22 and 4 against the Bears <laughs> since 2009. <laughs> so it's a bit of a lopsided rivalry yeah. uh, since, lately. Uh, yeah. I, you can add a little, and it's now 103, 95, and 6, uh, as Aaron Rodgers, the current owner of the Chicago Bears, continued to show <laughs> that <laughs> despite his personal off field quirkiness, he is still one hell of an NFL quarterback. Yes, he is. Uh, this, this is a crazy first half. Um, and if the Bears didn't stumble over their own dick, uh, you know, they would have been up ev- even more at the half. Yeah, but, I think. yeah, but they were only up because of special teams play. True. And, oh, Jakeem Grant, uh, um, uh, a a trade, a midseason trade, um, showed what he does, man, except for he's shown what he does earlier in the season 
for the Bears when he first got there by muffing punts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then when he doesn't muff it, yeah, he could take that shit all away. He, he ran one. He ran back a punt, ninety-seven yards. Yeah, he had an end around as well. Yeah, he yeah, did ninety-seven yard punt return, and yeah. he had a crazy end around where he just outran everybody. Uh, he's a he's an exciting player to watch, but he's also a heart attack player. Justin Fields is a bit of a heart attack too. He threw a fifty-five yard pick six man. to Russell Douglas. Russell Douglas, man, what a play! Yikes! What a play! Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. It was a fun game to watch. I was surprised the Bears hung in there like that. It was just the field looks like he belongs, though. It was cool to see uh, even uh, some of the deep passes. I like Justin Fields. My favorite touchdown, though, I swear to God. He should play for Georgia. This was, uh, oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rodgers gets the ball back with a, a minute 32 right before the half mm. uh, and basically just says, yeah, that's, that's, that's plenty of time. Uh, he, he runs three plays, and then he chucks it up to Devontae Adams for this 38-yard touchdown strike. It was a perfect throw, yeah. a oh perfect catch, and an even better move by Adams, who sidesteps the safety, mm. causing him to collide with the cornerback who Adams had already beat, and then he just like tiptoes into the yeah. fucking end zone. It was just like, whoop. I was, that was sick. What's that button on Madden where you do the juke? Oh, it's the, the right analog. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it looked like. He probably like. hit the back on the right analog to do the 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 juke back the back juke that a lot of people don't do. Totally. Good well, move. That, yeah, absolutely. Uh the Bears came out in the second half and played a little more like we thought they would, going fumble, punt, punt, <laughs> punt, field goal, interception. Um yeah. while the Packers scored on every second half drive except for one. I think that's right. Yeah. Oh wow. Every one. Uh, Fields was 18 for 33, 224 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Rodgers, 29 for 37, 341 yards, four touchdowns, and no picks. Uh, Devontae Adams had over 120 yards receiving, two touchdown grabs. Um, I mean, the Packers have a death grip on the NFC North. They're 10-3. Yeah. and three. They're in second place in the NFC. Uh, and the Bears are walking around with a fork in their eye. Uh, looking to retool for next year because Aaron Rodgers owns you motherfuckers. At least they know they have uh, they can work on this quarterback. You know what I'm saying? They Did can you work see with the him. Aaron Rodgers lookalike in the stands? Did you nah. see that picture? Uh-uh. The, the, it was during the broadcast. There's <laughs> memes of it all over the internet. There's a guy in the stands at Lambeau Field. Uh, I swear to God, he looks just like Aaron Rodgers. It, it's crazy. He's wearing a fucking... He's wearing a big hat. There he is right there. That's You got it. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a homeless Aaron Rodgers. He does. He's a slightly more bearded Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> uh, and he wasn't doing it on purpose? No, he just, I don't know. Oh, wow. I don't know. That's I don't cool. know if he's a thing, like like everybody at Lambeau yeah. knows him, but that's the first time I ever saw it. Well, that's funny. Uh, All right, final game. Yes. We got us a good one. <laughs> We got us a good one. I just saw the highlights of this one. Uh, Rams have basically shook up the top half of the NFC standings in a huge way, mm. beating the Cardinals 30-23. to The Cardinals fall to third place. The Bucks are in second. Packers are in first all of a sudden. Yeah. Just like that. Just like that. Whoop. Just so like that. Watch this. If you haven't seen this game, watch this game, everybody. At least the highlights of the game. What a game. And uh, what's what's getting lost on this is the uh, Cliff Kingsbury mm. uh, coaching blunders. What I thought he was a genius. 
I did not. And uh, <laughs> is he, he going into the Wack Taylor category with you? Uh, he was there, but I mean, winning all of these games, it was hard to say it. Remember, I was almost eating my words and saying mm. maybe, maybe, but. I I still think uh, he's going to be the reason that this team doesn't go as far as it could. Ooh, interesting. And they look really good. And uh, Kyler Murray's doing all he can. This dude is like, he's like a little, uh, I don't know, man. Baby Yoda's like the perfect nickname for this guy. Yeah. He's just squirting around all over the field. Even the one to set up the field goal at the end of the first half when uh, he's like he like dances along the sideline. And everybody right. thinks he's running out of bounds. He kind of tiptoes a little bit more for like six more yards to get them a better field goal uh, position. I, I, just I see here that the Rams defense appears to have kind of shut down the run game. Yeah. Um, they did, man. Aaron Donald, oh, my God. I, I, and we all know he's the best defensive player in the NFL, but I hadn't seen him use a spin. Like, you never really see a defensive tackle do a spin move, like from that position. Mm, yeah. A spin move to get and wreck everything. It was the guy James, is amazing. I mean, James Conner had James, oh, he was James Conner had a hell of a day yeah. receiving, but he only had thirty one yards rushing. Yeah, on they thirteen carries. Kyler Murray had he was running had uh, the majority of their rushing yards at sixty one, but his rushing yards are usually not designed it's not a runs. Good idea. Yeah. Well, they they, I mean? they do sometimes. They but, do, uh, yeah. but I think this year they've done that a lot less. Yeah. Which is why he was healthy, probably. Yeah, exactly. Which is why he's not coming in with one arm this year. Yeah, so th- that's smart. On that was smart on Kingsbury, but uh, I don't know. I think they mismanaged the end of the game when he decides to go for it on fourth down. They get stuffed, as you said. They're not running the ball well anyway. Mm-hmm. Then they don't do a Kyler Murray run, which is like the way. That's how you get your first downs. True. They run it with him on fourth and one or third and one, or at least you know do some. But they just tried to like smack it in, and then they get. Uh, Connor got shut down for once. But how about my man, former Bulldog, oh, I knew Matthew Stafford? <laughs> I mean, go ahead and give the Bulldog a little bit. <laughs> and AJ Green. Also, my man, former Bulldog, AJ Green. Yeah. yeah. Putting up 102 uh, receiving yards, but Matthew Stafford with him, uh, Justin Stafford. Herbert. Who else was fucking slinging it? Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, the way Stafford launched, he had a Murray couple too. Of, Exactly. Yeah, Murray was doing it too. Just an absolute fucking missiles. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that and Van Jefferson touchdown. Woo. Yeah. The Je- oh my god, <laughs> it just fell right into his. He didn't have to break stride at all. Oh my god. The, the corner p- touchdown to Cooper Cup. I don't at the front of the end zone. I still don't understand how that ball got through to Cooper. That window Cup. had to be maybe twice the size of a football. I don't even know. And he throws yeah. it right in there just past the defender laying out, who did a great job. Nothing to be ashamed of. Oh, that's one moment I, I meant to bring up. Uh, there was a, a catch in uh, – which game was that? There was a catch that was made uh, by – damn, I don't remember what player it was. But, oh, yeah, uh, Trayvon Diggs mm. tries to break up uh, uh, a pass. Oh, yeah. On in the, the side, uh, on, on, in the end zone. And it was ruled incomplete first, and then it was uh, overturned. Yeah. And he goes over and fist bumps him. He did. He was like, yeah. good, good catch. Respect. Yeah, after, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what's up, man. I yeah. like to see stuff like that. <clears throat> and it's a division rivalry. Yep. That's real stuff right there. But, yeah, I meant to bring that up right Yeah. But yeah, that was a that was a this was a really fun game. Uh Kyler Murray is amazing to watch. Uh Stafford looks McVeigh, he was just walking around the sidelines with a boner like the whole time, just like, this is my guy. I mean, how much would you want this to be the NFC playoff game? Like hell the yeah. NFC championship. championship game. Hell yeah, I hope so. This would be a great rematch. 
I hope so. Um, both of these teams, you can make an argument for them being in the Super Bowl. It's it's fun. NFC West uh, isn't shaping up like we thought it would because uh, the Seahawks are somehow the but worst. But we do need the Rams to win this, don't we? We need the Rams to win the division. But I was just thinking uh, just we didn't expect the Cardinals to be this good. Uh, so it's not shaping up how we thought. We thought Cardinals, if you switched them and the Seahawks' performance now, you would have thought that. But it's fun. It was Rams a really fun are, game. Rams are 9-4. and four. Mm-hmm. Cardinals are 10 and uh, 3. I'm starting to be convinced that the Rams are going to win this division. The Browns are going to win the division. Left? Who do they play? They got an easy final game. So. Oh, they got Seahawks, Vikings, Ravens, 49ers. Oh, no, they don't have an easy one. <laughs> that's, that's a little. That's a little. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. The Ravens uh, are pretty beat up. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll update the Ravens uh, later in the week Cardinals, when we find out. Oh, Cardinals have a. Cardinals play the Lions. That's a loss. That's a get-right game. Yeah. And then they play the Colts. That one's Damn. That's a trap game right there. Yeah. Uh, then they play the Cowboys. Oh, my God. That's going to be fun. Uh, then they play the Seahawks. This is their last game of the season. I don't know, man. Yeah, we're going to lose this bet. <laughs> I actually think the Bills are the ones who are going to make the us Bills lose. The Bills are going to make us lose. I think the Pages are not going to slow down. Uh, mm. We'll see, man. We'll update everybody. If you want to uh, check out our... Hell of a Be- week. Bet updates, then go to our patreon.com slash Uh Let's go on to our superlatives, man. <laughs> yeah, real MVP. Who's a, who's who's your real MVP? I'm going to go Brady. Uh, as hurts, much as man. I hate to say it. This I hurts. feel like this performance against the Bills. It wasn't even that good. Yeah, but I just think about the narrative. Like He, okay. he, he, he beats, broke some records. He's old. He I beats get it. the Bills. He passes Drew Brees. He Is gets he the, the most valuable player? Is this team any good without him? Yes, you could put a lot of quarterbacks in that position no, but with I mean, that like, wide receiver core and that defense. Yes. Maybe. What do you mean? I'm just saying, like he, he takes them into overtime. He breaks the Bills' heart again. Uh, Thirty-two and three against the Bills. I feel like the narrative is all lining yeah. up for him to be like. Forget about Week 14. I, I just feel like he's gonna. Aaron Rodgers is doing a good job of like staying on his tail. But I just feel like given Aaron this Rogers year, Aaron Rodgers is more valuable to that team. Oh, totally. Than Tom Brady. Totally, is totally, totally. You if t- they give it to him, it's only because you know. No, but that's what I'm saying. Oscar's so I'm white. not saying that I. I'm, <laughs> I'm with you 100. percent I'm just saying I've watched this narrative play out before, and yeah, nobody's going to be surprised if they if Tom Brady is the MVP. Yeah, it should be Jonathan Taylor. Fuck that. But anyway, yeah, I agree. I, I, and I, I thought that a few weeks ago, but I feel like these quarterbacks are starting to show up now. I, I don't. They think... had a bye week. the The Colts had a bye week. Hmm? I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm a little mad too because I but, wanted. Yeah, somebody... but as you said, Tom Brady. You the real MVP. Yeah. <sighs> that hurt to do, man. Yeah. Who's your MVP? My MVP is the Dallas Cowboys defense. Nice. They came out flying around the field, protecting their team from their offense. <laughs> pretty much, uh, they had them shut out for the first half. It was eighteen to zero for a long time. I think they finally got a field goal. It was goal. more, wasn't it? Twenty four to nothing. Oh, maybe, half? maybe it was twenty four to nothing. Yeah. They were just blowing them out. They got the, uh, the defensive defensive end knocking the ball up to himself, running down. They got a um, sportsman of the week or sportsmanship <laughs> play of the week with Trayvon Diggs when he did get scored on, going fist bumping. They got Micah Parsons out there looking like a defensive player of the year. Unbelievable! It's just like they were. When you talk about last year, the reason the Cowboys uh, were disappointing was because their defense couldn't do shit. 
Yeah. Then they get Dan Quinn. He's got them playing like a top 10 defense in the NFL. Shout out to them, man, because Dallas Cowboys. You the real MVP. Good one. What was your trash of the week? Probably got the same one. Okay. <laughs> I said it before, and I'll say it again. Jacksonville, Florida is one of the shittiest cities in America. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. I don't put that all on the people of Jacksonville. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Sure. A lot of them are, you know, born again, trailer trash. Uh, but honestly, I don't fault them for being essentially products of their own environment, right? Escaping your upbringing, this is not an easy thing to do, mm-hmm. right? I'm, look, what I'm trying to say is that the people of Jacksonville, deep down, are good, well-intentioned people who probably don't even know just how shitty their hometown is. Because <laughs> my best guess is that you know, what, like 2 or 3% of this population likely even owns a passport for them. Traveling abroad is basically like taking a road trip to Atlanta or New Orleans or something. Or riding piggyback on their girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Get it, traveling abroad. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I feel bad for the people of Jacksonville. Is basically what I'm trying to say. And the, like, least that they deserve is a halfway decent football team. Instead... They've got a pack of 52 wayward souls being led by the absolute emperor of all dumpster fires Mm. who can't even take responsibility for his own shortcomings Mm. and would rather belittle the people below and around him because he's finding out for the first time that being a good football coach is way harder in the NFL than it is in college. When you can uh, (laughs) give special privileges. Exactly. When you have all the tools and the advantages of recruiting players Mm -hmm. uh, to an already storied university. Urban Meyer appears to have no sense of how fortunate he is to have risen to the level he is at. Yep. Uh, and even worse, he appears to have no sense of what he owes to the people of Jacksonville who do not need any help in the embarrassment department. Uh, Mm. They have an army of Florida men who already have that shit covered. (laughs) Uh, I say it is time to cut this clown loose because I have never in my near half-century life seen an NFL coach who was more of a piece of shit pile of trash than this urban man. Yeah. So like, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. You are trash. I can't put it better than you did. I wish I would have gone first mm. because uh, I was going to say just Urban Meyer is <laughs> uh, the trash of the week. I thought so, about this a lot because yeah. I have a lot of I have family in Jacksonville, yeah, yeah. and I say this about my 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 Southern family often that I I love them more than I like them. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Um, and, and they really are. They're good people. They mean well. Mm-hmm. They they just they're trapped in um, bubble of stupidity. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I feel like if you're gonna be trapped in that bubble of stupidity, one thing that would be nice to have in that bubble would be a, a decent football team, so that you could at least yeah. kind of hang. Because Alabama that. gets that. Exactly. That's a great point. You're absolutely correct. Alabama, they're in yeah. that bubble too, but they got Nick Saban and uh, a storied uh, yeah. college franchise. They're a bunch and, of cousin fuckers, but they got a great football team to yeah, root for every Saturday. Every Saturday, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's uh, yeah. all right. Uh, anyway. So yeah, I had the same trash. Uh, what do you got for shit? Got learned. 
our bet is out there, and uh, I'm really proud of it. We're, we're we're rolling along. Even if we pick six out of eight division winners, that's impressive, considering we did it before the season starts. Right. The shit that I got learned. Do they have moral victories in betting? No? Nope. No. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. So I'm still hoping. Our bet's right. still alive. But uh, unfortunately, my shit got learned is that the Buffalo Bills aren't that good of a football team. Mm, damn. One-dimensional is not going to do it, and they're pretty much a one-dimensional team. And uh, it, it really sucks to say it, especially because it's so fun to root against them if they're at the top. But then they get replaced by the team <laughs> the team that's been haunting me for the last 20 years, yeah. the Patriots. So it just sucks, man. It just sucks. It sucks that the Buffalo Bills – couldn't at least hold it down for two years. It's almost like they believe their own hype going into the season. Yeah. Right? McDermott got start, you know, starts getting that Sean Payton treatment and he's not Sean Payton, he's not Bill Belichick. So just play some straight up just play some football, man. Make it is make people have to plan for more than just your your passing game. So uh the Buffalo Bills aren't that good of a team. I hope I'm wrong about that. Mm. Uh, but that's what I feel like I learned this weekend after two weeks in a row of just losing games they should have won. They started off in the mud against the Bucks and had to tread, I don't know, had to try to fight their way back into it. Couldn't pull it out, so not that good. We got our ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, that's a he's good got one. A, he's got another close. Oh, no, let's stop the run. I was going to say we couldn't run the ball, but mm. he could, yeah. Mm. I'm sorry. Uh, the shit that I learned was that, uh, the Minnesota Vikings are the only team in the NFL that makes me glad that I'm a Falcons fan. (laughs) Uh, I often make fun of how the Falcons make me feel. Um, but I have to imagine that that shit is nothing in comparison to the roller coaster that Kirk Cousins is taking the good people of Minnesota on. I think they only have had one game all year that was not decided Mm. On the last play of the game. Damn. That's insane. They definitely only have one game this year that was decided by more than one possession point lead. Right? 12 times this year, a Vikings game was decided by eight points or less. With four, Okay, now listen to this. I read this over the weekend. With four games to go this season, the Vikings are closing out on the all-time record for one-possession games. The current record is 14 one-possession games in a season set by the Giants in 1994, mm. which was also equaled by the Ravens in 2015. If the Vikings' four remaining games are decided by eight points or less, the Vikings will tie that record. If three of the four okay. Vikings' remaining games are decided by eight points or less, They'll break the record. Wow. I mean... Oh, the other way. Yeah, the other way. Sorry. I mixed that up. Uh, okay, so three. Yeah, three exactly. Games, if two of the games... Yeah, they'll tie it with two games, and then they'll pass it with three. Okay, all right. Uh, I don't know what the Viking fans are drinking on game day, mm. but I hope it's strong, strong. as fuck, <laughs> Guess what I drink uh, <laughs> uh, instead of whisk- uh, the bourbon slate? Yeah, what? I had a, a Kahlua... Uh, like a Kahlua drink, Kahlua and Bailey's with ah, a little bit of milk. I nice. had that as a as my beverage. There's a name that's not a white Russian, or is it? I don't know. No, I don't drink. Uh, if it is, that I'll might never, be a white Russian. A white Russian? Can you can you read Black Twitter while you're drinking a white Russian? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the time space continuum will explode if you do that. Actually, 
It's like crossing the streams. Mudslide. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Because a, a, a white Russian is uh, vodka, Kahlua, and milk. Okay, I got to try that. That's, uh, that's kind of my Christmas drink. Okay. Every Christmas, I crave a white Russian. All right. And I have at least one. It looks delicious. It's good. That's my I've had white Russian before. That's my Christmas drink. Okay, I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you got for uh, scariest team? Scariest team AFC. in the AFC. I'm saying it's the Chiefs. Yeah. And that's not even really my opinion. It's like an objective fact. <laughs> uh, after starting the year three and four, they have now rattled off six straight victories yeah. in which they have not allowed an opponent to score over 17 points. If their defense is Six straight them. victories, and they haven't allowed 17 points or more than 17 points. Wow. They're tied with the Patriots and the Titans for the AFC number one spot. Uh, they got all the way right this week. Um, they're winning football games in very different ways than what we're used to seeing them win games. This past week was a blowout, but previously. Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, they have a good defense, yep. and it doesn't appear to be a fluke. Uh, this team is legit and ready to make a deep playoff run. They're scary as fuck. I got to agree with you, man. I think uh... – I think it's it's the Chiefs. Yeah. All you said. Once the defense is holding teams down, then if if uh, Mahomes only has to throw the ball, what was it twenty eight times, something like that, thirty one times or yep. whatever it was, yep. then uh, you're gonna you're, you're a scary team, man. Because at any point they can explode on offense. Totally. So, so yeah, Chiefs are the scariest team. Yeah. Uh, and NFC, I got scariest team. I got a tie between the Packers and the Rams. I don't okay. know which uh, NFC team is scarier. The Rams, uh, they're starting to involve Odell Beckham more. Yep. And uh, they might get... Uh, that is a little scary. They might get Woods back oh, before wow. the playoffs. Oh, my God. Um, if they got Woods running around there, Cooper Cup and Beckham, what the F are you going to do mm. <laughs> if you're on, on defense? And they have Aaron Donald just mixing things up. He's going to get at least four or five uh, drive-altering plays a game. They also seem to suddenly be getting something out of um, my man, former Bulldog, Sony Michelle, which is nice. Oh, yeah. Which yeah, he helps, looks good, um, too, yeah. I mean, having a decent run game helps Matthew Stafford a lot. Yeah. I mean, you really, you know. He's I mean, look at what's happened with Josh Allen. No run game, and suddenly you got to hang it all on him. Yeah. Yeah, they, want, they wanted him to be MVP. It's almost like the reason the, the Seattle lost their Super Bowl hmm. uh, to the Patriots, where they – Overthinking it, going after, <laughs> trying to get. You Russ. think they should have ran the ball? Yeah, trying to get Russell to uh, to get the. They just know. not gonna want that. <laughs> so yeah, so that's my uh, NFC. That's a tie. Who's your NFC uh, scariest uh, team? I'm going to reluctantly say that it is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Really? Uh, you but, are all on them today, man. You and the Bucks. Man, <laughs> I, I said reluctantly. I said reluctantly. <laughs> I don't want to stick them motherfuckers in my mouth. <laughs> Shit tastes nasty. What a good conversation, too, by the way. Fuck, Mary kill in our... Uh, that was pretty good. In our yeah. uh, Facebook group. Yeah. That's really fun. Uh, to see my me. wife is none the wiser. I don't think she listened. Uh, uh, but anyway. I mean, uh, she should check out the Facebook group. Totally. Because <laughs> there's uh, people saying The Bucks, it. you know, mostly I say this because even when they come close to losing, you never think they're actually going to lose. Right? Yeah. Like, they just always seem to figure it out. 
uh, so many weapons. It's like they're all, on, they always have weapons. Uh, they're firing on all cylinders. The run yeah. game, uh, Leonard Fournette has been massive this year. Gronk, uh, Gronk, Brate. It's like, it's like yeah. who, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> I, it, I mean, I hate it. I, I absolutely hate it. Uh, they don't currently hold the number one spot, but their remaining games are against the Saints, Panthers, Jets, Panthers again. Do you really think they're not going to get the number one spot with that remaining schedule? Cam, man. Once he gets to, <laughs> once he learns that playbook. Seriously, Saints, <laughs> Panthers, Jets, Panthers. Uh, they have the they easiest the remaining schedule. Yeah, they might run. There's the no table. way if there's they're gonna. Uh, yeah, it's over. Well, at least we bet them to win that division. Well, that that that's <laughs> that's, that's way over. That's done. We we that one's a that's, <laughs> that's a one lock. Of the ones that we're like, whew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, well, that's it uh, for this episode. This was a long one, man. This was fun. What a fun weekend of football, and we got in our uh, our Urban Meyer uh, I think that's monologue. What, I think that's what pushed us over. <laughs> well, you know how we feel about Fuck him. that guy. Exactly. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> thanks for checking out this episode of SvenFL. Um, you can get more content on uh, patreon.com slash SvenFL. We appreciate it. Uh, don't forget to watch La Samaya. Don't forget to watch. What is, it? Uh, is, is it just La Samaya? La Samaya's Detective Bureau, it's called. Okay, La Samaya's Detective Seymour. Bureau. I saw the first two episodes last night. My kids were making fun of me because I speak horrible Swedish, but it's funny. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, it's been Jonathan Rollins. Give me Sara. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Later, y'all. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.